Meditation, remember the future. This is about limiting randomness of your future. Also limiting randomness of my future via meditating. Before I go into the details, let me focus on the word meditation. Let me split the word into three parts. Med-I-Tation. The I part, the middle part, obviously stands for you or me or someone else being the center part or center element of the meditation. The mat, the first part, connects to medicine or medical aspect of meditation. I'm going to focus on neurophysiological, neuroendocrine aspects of it. To make it clearer, let me focus again for a moment on medicine world. What exactly means medicine? Medicine is the science dealing with the preserving of health and with preventing and treating disease or injury. Meditation yields the same effect when used in the right way. Other angle, imagine meditation as the holy grail of medicine. Imagine doctors or generation of doctors who love patients, love their well-being, are empathic. This thing is and always has been so near, alas, so difficult to find. But when you find it, I mean, discover it, it means meditation and its benefits, you'll know that you have always had it. It is so similar to to the flow state. Why I'm doing this podcast? There are two reasons. There are two reasons for this. Number one, I want you to be fully aware, fully mindful, to give you opportunity for this you to be object, not the subject of your meditation. You to be independent of a system, independent of a group, a religion, preachers, teachers, or all kinds of gurus. And number two, I will tackle here Uh, the Gordian knot of often contradictory, guiding, misleading, helpful, chaotic, and often just dangerous guidelines, information about meditation. What I'm going to talk about, what I'm going to share here, 
I prepared seven elements of, of the podcast. Number one, meditation benefits. Six immediate or direct, just happening at meditating or soon after. Nine indirect after long-term benefits of meditation, especially when meditation becomes a habit. The second element of the podcast, six risks of inappropriate meditation practice. Then number three, four common meditation denominators. I found researching the issue across cultures, systems, different religions, and just broadly speaking, regions of the world, from the Far East via Middle East, uh, across uh, European culture, all possible sources scanned. Number four, five meditation enables triggers of meditative state. Now we are closing on to um, the how, the how to do this, how to practice this. So number five, again five, to-dos, selection of tips to make it happen. Number six, the time devoted to the practice, how long it's going to take, what are the recommendations regarding this? especially important for people who are going to start, to start practicing this. And number seven, meditation upgrades, meaning the upgraded meditation practices. Uh, not, not common, not easy, but it is good to know that something like this exists at all. Meditation benefits. Six Immediate, direct, happening at or soon after meditation. Number one, calming down via lowering acute stress hormone levels, adrenaline and noradrenaline. Number two, motivation boost uh, via two mechanisms. One, right and left brain hemispheres synchronization and the second rising plasma pH by specific breathing technique. Number three, rising creativity, generating out of your box ideas. Number four, widening perspective, widening perception, being able to observe issues from additional angles. Finally, enabling better for you decisions. Number five and number six are connected. Number five, gastrointestinal system toning down. This is especially important for people suffering from irritable bowel syndrome. This is the situation when someone needs to run to the toilet just before stressful events, situations, stand-ups, presentations, uh, 
etc. And the second one, generally the sixth one, urinary reproductive system restoring, restoring proper function of it, or coming back to physiological state when there is dysregulation. Number five, number six, the gastrointestinal system toning and urinary reproductive system restoring. Both happen via balancing of sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems uh, as a direct effect of proper meditation technique. Now let's move to the nine long-term indirect meditation benefits. All those benefits thrive on consistency of your practice. Number one, higher acute stress threshold and at the same time lower peak adrenaline secretion experiencing acute stress. Number two, cortisol level drop and diurnal or daily secretion profile of cortisol is being restored. Especially when you meditate late afternoon or evening. Number three, Dose, abbreviation standing for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphin boost uh, via more frequent mindful breathing during the day. Number four, just generalizing or looking more broadly onto the physiology of the endocrine system, restoring proper diurnal hormonal pattern, mainly cortisol, but all other hormones correlated to cortisol and to the diurnal pattern of secretion. All this is um, is the cause of uh, five indirect effects uh, due to better sleep pattern. So number five: improved morning prioritization, meaning you are becoming much better prioritizing your tasks in the morning. Number two, stronger willpower, especially crucial at the moments when you have to make decisions during the day. And obviously you have to. Next one, this is number seven, higher self-confidence. Then, number eight, more flexibility in relationships, which gives you 
better stakeholder management. And number nine, more pronounced assertiveness to defend your space, to defend yourself. Now let's have a look at what happens when your practice is inappropriate, is faulty. So six risks of inappropriate meditation practice. Number one, lost time. Our illusion of time, just time as an illusion, is, is, is probably the most precious resource we have. Number two, self-centricity, pathological self-obsession, narcissism. Number three, ruined relationships with the most important people in our lives. Number four, chronic stress. We, we are getting stressed not only because all things around us, but also because we have some expectations during the meditation. Number five, aggressive behaviors. First, spotted by others in our micro-behaviors, in our verbal expressions, in our body language, signals we send to others. Number six, varicose veins on lower limbs because of, again, inappropriate body positioning at meditation. What the world is whispering to our ears about meditation? Let's talk about four meditation common denominators across cultures, systems, religions. What I found is similar or is repeating across all possible systems approaches. Number one, symmetrical posture, symmetrical left versus right of your body. Number two, existence of mantras or prayers as a method, a way of engaging vocal, respiratory, facial muscles in synchronous and consistent pacing. This is clearly a tension-engaging way. Number three, predictable and consistent time frame. Usually a set of beats to touch or words to say. And number four, systematic practice, kind of habit-forming practice. This is, this is a way we all know, this is kind of self-manipulation approach. For this, meaning the practice, the um, 
meditation practice to climb up on personal priority list. The how of the, of the meditation, the six meditation enablers, triggers of a meditative state. Number one, controlling of neuronal impulses you let in and out of your brain by two things, two mechanisms. One, motor symmetry between left and right sides of your body. And number two, synchronization between two or more movements or functions within distinct anatomic structures, like synchronizing breathing and voicing something like a mantra. Number two, blocking noise, blocking external asynchronous perceptual noise. So the, generally the, speaking, the quieter outside, the better. Number three, mindful breathing. This is about three variables. Controlling frequency, controlling relative duration of breathe-in, breathe-out phases, and in lungs, air pressure at the time of exhaling. It is being done by narrowing the passage of the air by partially closing your mouth. Number four, dropping all expectations, no outcome planning. Enabler number five, I as a subject to I as an object shift. I need to be the center of the meditative practice not to be a subject of this. Number six, a habit-forming setup. Set your place. Set repeatable timing, location, artifacts, like pictures, light sources, beats to move, words to say. Let's move to actions, to five to-dos, selection of tips to make it happen. Number one, stay upright, your spine to be in a straight line. No matter if you are sitting, standing or lying down, you can always check in the mirror or ask someone. The last one is simple when you participate in guided or facilitated meditation when there is someone who can have a look at your posture. Number two, focus on one thing. It could be a point on the floor your breath, your own pain, your voice vibration, 
you work a specific taste. Generally, the idea is to be focused on one thing and eliminate unnecessary asynchronous moves. Generally, don't move. Number three, in static meditation, when you don't move, to compensate for lower production of carbon when the movement is eliminated, make your exhaling three times longer than your inhaling. So your breath to be asymmetric. So inhale for counting to one, then you exhale while counting to three. In meditation in motion, this is the, the upgrade, the advanced way of meditating. Synchronize breath with motion for deepening the experience of synchronization. Number four, don't set goals, expectations. Be like a cinema client, someone witnessing with curiosity, watching or experiencing or watching the, the flow of your thoughts. Number five, find space, nobody to enter, for you to be the object of the whole experience. Protect, protect it, protect the space, make it safe, and set consistent, repeatable scene for your meditation, meaning the location, artifacts, lighting, time of the day. Start short and then slowly extend the time spent on it. Observe yourself. Now, the timing. The time devoted to meditative practice. This is a relatively simple topic. What I know from my own practice in Aikido, Birankai, Iaido, the, the shortest time of meditation when I get the expected outcome of getting close to the float state is 10 breathing cycles. The longest time, this is just a question mark. I've heard about 12 hours meditative practice uh, under specific conditions. So start short and then work on extending the time being a mindful observer of what is happening to you and to your body, your system. And the last topic, meditation upgrades. When you become familiar with the basic practice of meditation, you are able to get to the state 
to, to touch the Holy Grail of meditation, of medicine, you may think about upgrades. This is like having a black belt and then starting to learn and explore. First one, eliminate dominating receptor, eyesight, if, if, if applicable to you. Number two, pain meditation. When you have an injury, when you have a chronic pain, focus on the pain as a single focus item. Very difficult. Number three, meditation in motion. You most probably have seen or maybe experienced karate, kata or yaido, Japanese sort kata, or stretching, mindful stretching as a meditation in motion. Or we discussed seven items, topics. Number one, benefits of meditation. Number two, risks of inappropriate meditation practice. Number three, meditation common denominators across cultures, systems, religions. Number four, meditation enables triggers of meditative state. Number five, Truths, selection of tips to make it happen. Number six, time. How much time to devote to the practice? And number seven, meditation upgrades something above, above the black belt. If you feel you need my personalized business or life coaching support. I'm happy to, to do it remotely, via Zoom, or some other platform, wherever you are. Find me at my website, www.horodeski.com.pl Horodeski, spelled as h o R-O-D-Y-S-K-I dot com dot P-L Wishing you wonderful experience with meditation and generally with your life. Focus on your strengths. Don't get consumed by fear. Have a good day. It was a pleasure to to be a guest in your consciousness. Thank you.